we, all of us, are people. We are people, which means in our own way, we are weird. We are eccentric. We are full of more than our fair share of flaws and shortcomings. The biblical story tells us that this is actually, that there's actually a fundamental flaw in the human condition. You know, right after it tells us about how we were created by God in the the book of Genesis, and that we have this need for connection with one another, it also tells us that we made this choice, that, and, and this is a choice that we all continue to make. It's not just that that happened at some point in the past, but it happens for us all the time. We choose in our own way to move away from God, to make choices and decisions, to move away from God, to choose to do things that hurt ourselves and hurt other people. There's a predisposition in all of us. The Bible calls it sin. The Bible says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, which just means that in the right circumstances, we'll all do and say things that are detrimental, that are hurtful to ourselves and hurtful to other people. But we don't think about ourselves in that way. I mean, we, we like to separate the world into normal people like us and then weird people like Florida man. Like we, we like to think that there's this separation. We like to, to think that... Um, when it comes to people and when it comes to our friends, we just want to find some nice, normal people that we can hang out with. And we want to avoid, we keep bumping into all the Florida men and Florida women, right? Like this is part of the problem. And I think this, is, this way of thinking is one of the things that can get us into trouble when it comes to developing friendships. You see, everybody is weird, including you and including me. And there's a great book that uh, I read one time who, who that it's worth reading just for the title. The title is, it's by a guy named John Ortberg, and it's called Everybody's Normal Till You Get to Know Them. And in this book, Ortberg says it this way. He says, because we know in our hearts that this is not the way that we're supposed to be, we know about our weirdnesses, we know about those things, we try to hide our weirdness. Every one of us pretends to be healthier and kinder than we really are. We all engage in what might be called depravity management. Yet we all long to connect deeply with other people, don't we? We all recognize there's something wrong with us and in others, and we try to manage that. We try to put on our best face and do the best that we can and try to meet and connect with people. We're looking for the normal people that are out there. But to get close to someone is to risk being hurt by their weirdness, or hurting them with your weirdness. This is what it's like to be human. We all desperately want to connect, but when we get close enough to connect with one another, inevitably we end up hurting each other really often. Orberg says we're a bit like porcupines who are trying to learn how to dance. They've got these little quills and they keep bumping into each other. Listen to this. Every one of us carries our own little arsenal, just like porcupines. Our barbs have names like rejection, condemnation, resentment, arrogance, selfishness, envy, contempt. Some people hide them better than others, but get close enough and you will find out that they're there. I'm somebody's porcupine, and so are you. Now, I don't know how that idea hits you, if that is offensive or if that's hurtful or if you, you, you're feeling, feeling defensive about that, maybe it feels a little discouraging and intimidating to think that there really aren't normal people, that everyone is weird in their own way, that there aren't really normal people and weird people. They're just people. 
Just people who are weird, and that's normal. That's the way that the world is. I don't know how that lands with you, but how might thinking about that and looking at people in that way begin to shift your expectations? And the way that you think about yourself and the way that you think about yourself in relationship to other people, the the weird, normal people that are in your life every single day who you're trying to have relationship and connection with. What if we stopped expecting to try to find, just find the normal people? What if we stopped trying to seek out normal friends and just started embracing the relationships with the people that are right around us every single day? What if we just embraced the real, imperfect, normal, weird people that are around us every day? I've been thinking about this verse, this little short verse that we've read um, from the book of Proverbs, chapter 27, verse 6. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll read it again. Super short and simple. It just says, wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. Now, this is a verse that I've read a lot of times through my life. And the way that I always thought about it, which, which I think is a good interpretation, a good way to think about it, is that, is that in a friendship, sometimes you have to say the hard thing. Sometimes you have to say something difficult to someone. That's what a true friend really is. But, but having people around you who are always telling you what you want to hear, are always kissing up to you, like those aren't really friends. Those are more like enemies. And I think that's a good interpretation. But I think there's also something more basic that it tells us about the nature of friendship. What, what if we've idealized the idea of friendship so much that we've set impossible expectations for ourselves and for other people? What if we actually saw the barbs, the wounds that we receive from others, not as an indication that this is not going to work out, that this is not a friendship we should pursue, this is not someone we should keep hanging out with, but what if instead we began to see that as a necessary part of the process, that wounds from a friend are necessary. They're they're faithful. They can be trusted. They're part of a process that's necessary, like two porcupines moving towards each other. It's going to get a little uncomfortable. To be in friendship is to be in discomfort at times. It's, It's to face difficult situations where someone says or does something that's hurtful, and you have to figure out how to forgive and how to navigate navigate reconciliation and how to put the pieces back together and not just cut that person off and move on. Because I think it's far too easy to do that, to just simply cut someone off and move on with our lives. And we, the truth is we will never experience the depth of friendship that we all were created for, that we all long for, unless we figure out some resiliency to push through the weirdness, the awkwardness, the pain, and the hurt, until we begin to see that wounds that come from friends are actually faithful. They're actually a part of the process. And we need to start being maybe a little distrustful of the people in our lives who seem to have it all together, who seem to not really give us the full version of themselves, who maybe tell us too often what we want to hear. What if we, what if we began to be suspicious of, of people like that and, and really looking for, for people who were authentic and honest and made mistakes and sometimes said the wrong thing? And we saw the opportunity that we had to push through and continue in relationship with them. So, so what am I saying here? And just to be clear, am I saying that we need to lower our expectations, that we just need to like kind of sell for crappy friends and just, you know, take the people who are ever around us to just be satisfied with people who disappoint us? 
or hurt us? I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that friendship is a process and it doesn't happen right away. It takes time, it takes investment, it takes perseverance of moving through those difficult things and those actually become, over time, the fabric of the friendship. Friendship requires us to push through all of those hurts and those disappointments to get close to the weird, imperfect, but normal human beings that are in our life. So if you're gonna have real, significant, lasting, meaningful friendships, you're gonna have to endure some hurts along the way. But again, as the verse tells us, wounds from a friend are faithful. They can be trusted. We can trust that each hurt we navigate in a friendship or a relationship actually moves us more and more towards the kind of relationships that we want. So we just have to build up our resilience to push through. And sometimes that's not going to work out. It's sometimes it's, it's, it is never going to get better. And those are relationships that maybe you need to move on from. But I'm just saying, I think we probably give up a little bit too quickly. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I don't think this is going to be easy, especially right now. Um, especially when I look out and see people who are probably a lot of you are half my age. Um, I, I think... I think there's something that's like just in our society right now that, I mean, a lot of you have grown up with kind of this, the amazing reality that everything it happens instantly. I mean, uh, I think about this, pretty much everything that we want right now, we can get right away. Think about it. We stream movies or TV shows and we get them right away. I remember trying to explain to my kids like what live TV is. <laughs> Like, no, 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 like you just turn it on and it's on. No, 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 you can't, you can't rewind. There's no rewind. You just watch it, it comes on. And if you miss it, you have to wait till it's a rerun later. I remember telling my kids like how amazing it was when I was a kid to see Star Wars because movies only existed in the theater. There was no VHS, there was no way to watch it. Like you saw it on the screen and you had this amazing magical experience and then you might never see it again. This amazing world. But now we live in it like, I mean, we all have too many streaming services. We can all watch the things that we want to watch whenever we want to watch it. We can order just about anything and get it right now. I mean, I could order something on Instacart and it would be at my house waiting for me when I get home. I could order food from DoorDash. I can order something from Amazon and same day delivery. It's all right there for us. Even dating. I mean, this is Guys, this blows my mind when I meet with my friends who are dating right now. Like, you guys are living in a whole new world, swiping left and right and connecting with people on this idea that there's this kind of endless world of people that you can connect with. You don't like the person that's sitting in front of you that you're having coffee with? No problem. I'm going to just, like, I'm not going to connect with you again. I'm going to move on. And I think that just shapes us to think that things happen easy. And if, if this friendship doesn't work out, there's more. And we quit too quickly when friendship, relationship, really deep relationships requires us to push through those hurts and those problems. I don't think it's a coincidence in all the studies, all the, all the studies that are coming out about loneliness and isolation, that Generation Z, the, the, the generation who grew up knowing the world of instant everything, reports the highest levels of loneliness and isolation. I don't think that's coincidental. I think that's a connected concept. The most connected, I'm going to throw the air quotes, connected generation in history is ironically also the loneliest. 
I think there's a reason for that. I think it's complicated. It's way more than just saying it's social media or whatever. I think it's, it's that we have to learn how to be friends and how to push through some of the difficulty. Real relationships require us to push through those things, through the disappointments and the hurts that come from real normal people. And if we want friends, we're going to have to push through it. So how do we do that? Well, that could be a whole series. We, I mean, to talk about how do we push through, how do we, how do we deal with conflict, what does forgiveness look like, what does reconciliation look like, and all of those are things that we can't just, you know, grit our teeth and just make ourselves do it. That's the bad news. But the good news is that following the way of Jesus is actually intertwined with all of those things. It's about learning to forgive others as we've been forgiven, learning to love to, to be patient and to be kind and understanding, to not keep an account of wrongs. These are all the things that God wants to form in us as we walk with Jesus day by day, small decision by small decision. That's what's being formed in us. As we walk in relationship with Jesus, he teaches us the way to live a life characterized by this kind of love, the kind of love out of which true relationship and friendship forms. And day by day, little bit by little bit, we are transformed into those kinds of people. So as we close, let's, let's pray that God would meet us in this journey, that he would transform us into those kinds of people for lots of reasons, but not the least of which is we need to become people who are patient and kind and forgiving and reconciling, pushing through the difficulties of all the weird, normal, eccentric people that are in our lives. Let's pray as we close up. God, thank you that you see us in our weirdness and our eccentricity, and you accept us just as we are. And it's amazing to think that Jesus counts us as friends. When we come into relationship, we're not just followers, we're not servants, but he deems to call us friends. Teach us that in that relationship, as we are forgiven, as we accept his love, as we accept who we are created to be, help us to then turn and give that to the world. It's all the weird, normal people that are in our lives. And in the process, Lord, may we find friendship in unexpected places, in the coworkers and the neighbors and the fellow churchgoers, the people that we bump into who are just like us, eccentric and weird and full of hangups and problems, but also deeply, deeply in need of relationships and connection and love. May we be the kind of people who can bring that to the world. We pray these things through the Son and by the Spirit. Amen.